I'm Michelle, certified personal trainer and certified nutrition coach. And I'm Marissa, and I'm a certified nutrition coach and group fitness instructor. And this is the Strong and Simple Podcast. We're tackling the latest fads, trends, and hot topics in the nutrition, wellness, and fitness industries using science and conversation to bust myths and give you the information you need to navigate the bullshit. Tune in for your twice a week truth bombs every Tuesday and Friday. We, Michelle Farrell and Marissa Zabo of the Strong and Simple Podcast, reside on Pawtucket land. We acknowledge the land and the Pawtucket people, as well as the land and the people of the many Native nations of whom the land belongs. To respect and honor them and their land, as well as to be mindful of the harm colonialism has and continues to do on the Indigenous people of the United States and the world. This land acknowledgement is our commitment to support Indigenous peoples and their voices in the struggle against systemic oppression and for human rights, as well as to push against the cancelling and erasure of their history, their stories, their culture, and their present. We encourage you to visit native-land.ca to discover whose land you are residing on, as well as ways to support Indigenous folks. Hello, and welcome back to the Strong and Simple podcast. This is Marissa here this week, bringing you our mini-sode. And this week, I want to talk nutrition with you. I want to answer some nutrition questions. And so this topic is, it's something I actually get asked quite a bit when I'm doing things like um, webinars and presentations. Um, regardless of what the presentation is. And that question is, how do you assemble a balanced meal? Um, So I'm going to go over some nuts and bolts with you today. Keep in mind, everybody's going to have variations in their individual needs. And so this isn't going to be the end all be all in terms of advice and information about how to assemble a balanced meal. It may not apply to, it will not apply to everybody, but there's going to be some good general guidelines here to get you started. And for more tailored information um, specific to your, whatever your goals are, you're definitely going to want to reach out to a nutrition professional who can help you tailor those. But giving you some, some general tips here. So the first thing is when folks ask me, like, how can I assemble a balanced meal? My first question is what, you know, what do you mean by balance? Because I think everybody has a different um, notion of what a balanced meal is depending on how we grew up and, and all the different influences we've had in our eating habits over our lifetime. So when I'm saying the word balanced in relation to a balanced meal in this episode, I'm really going to be talking about meeting your basic nutritional needs, how to assemble a meal that makes sure you're getting the nutrients that you need. So with that said, let's just kind of, let's just talk. (laughs) So the first thing that I want to talk about is protein. And there's a lot of misconceptions out there about protein. If you go back and listen to our episode on macronutrients, which I will link in the show notes, you can learn a little bit more in depth about 
protein and the other macronutrients, carbs and fat for some more specific information. But suffice it to say in this episode, it's really important to make sure that we are eating enough protein because it plays such a vital role in our bodies. It helps us rebuild, repair, heal, grow, build strength, all kinds of really important things. So we have to make sure that we're eating enough protein. And as we get older, we're more likely to be deficient in protein. So you wanna make sure that you are keeping up with those protein needs. And your protein needs are going to vary depending on a lot of different factors. So for example, if you are recovering from an injury, you're gonna be wanting to have more protein probably than you were previously. If you have specific goals in terms of getting stronger muscle growth, those kinds of things, you're going to want to be eating more protein. Very often, if you have ever done a low calorie diet, or if you are somebody who is trying to maintain a calorie deficit, it's also going to be recommended to you to eat more protein because Protein is slower to digest, and so it keeps us feeling satisfied or full for longer periods of time. So lots of reasons to be eating protein and reasons why we might need more protein than other times. Your protein needs are also going to vary depending on your biological sex and also the size of your body. If you have a bigger body, you're going to have bigger protein needs. So that's going to be a couple things to keep in mind here. but That all being said, in general, the recommended minimum amount of protein for you to be consuming per day is 0.8 grams of protein per kilogram of body weight per day. So if you're in the US like me and you have no idea what the metric system is, you're going to have to go onto Google and Google kilograms to pounds and then use the little calculator that pops up to calculate your weight in kilograms and then multiply that by 0.8. And that's gonna tell you the uh, amount of grams of protein you need to be eating minimum per day. And then from there, you're free to kind of dial it up. There's really no risk in eating too much protein. There's definitely, you may have heard some things about that being a thing. And even, you know, elite athletes who are really eating at the upper, upper, uppermost limit um, in terms of daily protein intake, still there was no observed damage. Um, Although there are some theories that eating too much protein for long periods of time can cause kidney damage. Um, If you're eating like whole food sources of protein in particular, that's really not going to be that much of an issue. It's when we start incorporating a lot of different supplemental forms of protein. So don't get super stressed about that, but know that at minimum, you wanna be going for that 0.8 grams of protein per kilogram of body weight per day. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't go around thinking in terms of grams. I'm not looking at a piece of steak and thinking, oh, well, that's gonna be 31 grams of protein. So (laughs) how can you best do that? So one mistake that I see folks make a lot is assuming that they can take however many ounces of, so say they have a three ounce chicken breast, 
they think that, okay, well, if I just convert ounces to grams, that will tell me how many grams of protein I'm eating. And that's not true. It's not a direct conversion there because chicken, just like human beings, right, is not just protein, right? There's going to be water in that chicken breast. There's going to be fat in that chicken breast. There's going to be other things that are influencing the weight of that chicken breast. So it's not three ounces of just protein. So it makes it a little bit trickier, right? And then you're on the internet and you're Googling how many grams of protein are in one ounce of chicken. And then you're doing out that math. So let's make things easier for you. Okay. One flat palm. And I I'm recording this as a podcast. For some reason, I'm waving my fucking hand around one flat palm, flat palm, like the palm part, not the finger part <clears throat> is a serving of lean protein. Okay. One flat palm. And that's going to also include the thickness of your palm as well. The great thing about using this is uh, your hands can go with you anywhere. Um, so that's really helpful. You don't have to worry about bringing a food scale or measuring cups or, you know, anything like that. So one flat palm. So you want to, in general, aim for one to two flat palms of protein per meal or snack a day. Okay. Obviously for a snack, you're probably going to go with one, um, but for meals, minimum one to two as your starting point. And again, that's in general. If you're looking to gain some muscle, you're probably going to be having more than that. Okay. So that's going to be your protein in a nutshell. So you're going to want to aim for those one to two flat palms per meal. And then what else is going to be on your plate? Okay. Let's talk about carbohydrates. They have definitely had their, their days of demonization, shall we say. Um, but carbs are really, really important. And again, we covered this in that episode on macronutrients. We need carbohydrates. They're our body's primary source of energy. They're our body's preferred source of energy and we need energy. And I think when we think about energy very often, we think energy in terms of like what we need to get up and move around, right? The intentional movement that comes in our day, but we also have energy needs for the things that our body is doing that we don't know about digestion and hormone production and cell production and all the other processes that go on in our body need energy for that too. So we need carbs for that stuff to be happening too. So you need to be eating carbohydrates. There is no like recommended daily amount for carbohydrates like there are for protein and similar to protein, your carbohydrate needs are going to vary based on a number of different factors. For example, how active are you? What size body do you have? So there's going to be some variation in this recommendation again, but in general, we want to use a cupped palm as our serving size for carbohydrates. And similar to protein, you're going to want to be aiming for one to two cupped palms of carbohydrates per meal or snack, right? And again, probably going to go with one for a snack, two for a meal. And again, that's your starting point, right? If you are feeling tired a lot of the day, that might mean you need to be eating more carbohydrates. Um, if you know you're going to have a day where you're going to be really, really active and busy, that might be a day where you eat more carbohydrate than you normally do. So there is this, this process, this like feedback of tuning into your body and then eating in response to whatever your body is trying to tell you. But in general, one to two cupped palms of carbohydrates is going to be 
a starting point for you. Now, complex carbs versus simple carbs. Again, this is a thing that was covered in that previous episode, but the majority of the carbohydrates that you eat, you're going to want to be complex carbohydrates because you're going to get more of a slow burn of energy from those. They're also going to keep you feeling satisfied for longer periods of time. That being, they're also, you know, they're going to be rich in fiber. They're also going to be more nutrient dense. But that being said, there's also definitely a role and room in our diet for simple carbohydrates too. So listening to, again, tuning into those needs and eating in response to those needs is going to be key there. So we've covered how much protein per meal. We've covered how much carbohydrates per meal. Let's talk about fat. Okay. So again, I think this is one of those macronutrients that is deeply misunderstood because of the diet industry. If you were, I don't know, fortunate or unfortunate enough to have lived through the eighties and nineties, right. That those were the days of fat, bad, don't eat fat. Everything was low fat. Um, I mean, to, to this day, my mother still has all fat-free dairy products in her house. Um, fat is not like the horrible thing that we've been led to believe that is, we do need fat in our diets. Fat, again, can be a source of energy for us. It's not gonna be our primary source of energy, but there are instances where our body does need to use fat for energy, number one. And number two, fat's involved in a lot of other processes. For example, it makes up our cell membranes. It's also involved in hormone formation and a whole lot of other things. Um, again, go listen to the macros episode if you want to know some more things about fat, but we need it in our diets. We just don't need to eat a lot of it in our diets. And if you're somebody pursuing intentional weight loss and you're looking to be in a calorie deficit, it might interest you also to know that fat is going to be a calorie dense food. Now, saturated versus unsaturated, again, go check out the macro episode. I'm going to keep plugging it, but you know, a lot of the time we think of it in terms of like healthy fats versus unhealthy fats. And that's not entirely accurate. It's an oversimplification. Um, those unsaturated fats are going to be what we want to be eating most of, but there's definitely space for some saturated fats in our diet. We just don't want to be overeating those saturated fats. We don't want to be eating a lot of them. Um, particularly if we are having any issues with our blood lipid levels, cholesterol levels, et cetera. Um, but definitely make sure that you are including fat in your daily food intake. And that's going to be things like olive oil, avocados, fatty fish, like salmon, or, you know, if it's an omega-3 seed oils, like canola, flaxseed, sesame, those are going to be the kinds of fats. And then also the fats that we find on animals, which are going to be those saturated fats and your serving size for those fats is going to be a thumb not like the thumb from fingertip all the way down to where it joins your wrist, but the, the part of your thumb that protrudes from your hand is going to be a serving of those fats. And again, aiming for one to two per meal or snack, very similarly here, depending on what your goals are, depending on what your needs are. Again, there's going to be some variation there, but starting with that one to two rule is going to be a great starting place there. So we covered protein, carbs, and fat. Let's talk about vegetables. So some folks will give their clients a recommendation for servings of vegetables. I don't. <laughs> and I'm, I'm actually reminded of a reel that kind of made its round from a popular MLM diet this week and actually was taken down after all the backlash. To me, 
if somebody's having you count out your baby carrots or your stalks of asparagus, that's going to be a red flag. Um, nobody there, nobody ever had problems with eating too many vegetables. So my advice that I give my clients is don't worry about measuring out your vegetables, but make sure you're eating plenty of them. Okay. You want to be making sure that you are eating lots of fruits and vegetables throughout your day. You want to make sure that you're eating different vegetables as well. Variety is going to be key in making sure that you're getting a lot of different nutrients into your diet. So make sure you're having, you know, aim to try to have a vegetable with every meal. And if you can incorporate it into snacks, that's awesome too. And switch it up. Don't only eat broccoli because you're only going to be getting the nutrients found in broccoli. If you're only eating broccoli, you want to be eating a lot of different types of vegetables as well. So that's another thing to keep in mind. So when you are assembling your balanced meal, right, you want to try to make sure that you're having protein, you're having some sort of fat, and that can be the oil that you cooked the protein in. Okay. Keep that in mind. It's not like you have to put like a tablespoon of oil on your plate or anything like that. It can also be your salad dressing, right? Things like that. So you want to make sure you're having your protein, you're having your fat, you're having your hard carbohydrates, and you're having a serving of vegetables. Now, Obviously, every meal is not going to look like this, right? There are going to be days where you're having pasta for dinner and you're like, all right, well, I got my carbohydrates and I got my vegetables and my tomato sauce, but I'm missing my protein. Or I feel like I'm not getting a full serving of fat, depending on, you know, whatever, how you prepared it. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be, you know, meat, vegetable, starch every single meal right? The majority of your meals, and when I say meals, I'm including snacks too. You do want to be working those things in. You want to make sure you're eating enough of those things per day, but it doesn't have to be that every meal looks like that. It can be at the end of the day, you've had enough of those things to meet your needs, right? Just like there are going to be days where you're having pizza for dinner, or you just really want a salad with some chicken, and maybe you're skipping out on croutons or bread are the things that we think of as more carbohydrate dense foods. That's okay too. Okay. We need to allow for that variation because we're human beings, life happens, and it's boring to try to eat the same combinations of food all the time. So not every meal is going to look like that, but you want to try to be aware and try to incorporate those components into as many meals as you can, meals and snacks as you can. And if you're not doing that for a meal here and there, don't stress about it. Again, <laughs> there's no magic code that, you know, you're, you're screwing up if you miss a meal, right? Your body's not going to be like, oh no, there wasn't a flat palm of protein in this meal. It's time to self-destruct. That's not going to be a thing. So give yourself a little bit of grace there. Um, give yourself a little bit of room to be human and acknowledge that we eat for enjoyment as well as for nutrition. And that's totally valid, but those are going to be kind of the guidelines. Now you may have heard that the healthiest way to eat is to have like a meat and two vegetables or to have a meat, a starch and a vegetable. And, you know, hopefully at this point in the, in the this mini, so you're recognizing that that's not the case. Yeah, that's great. If you do want to have, you know, chicken, broccoli and green beans, awesome. Great for you, but you do still want to make sure you're getting enough carbohydrates per day. 
And, you know, if you want to skip a carbohydrate, that's okay too. So, you know, those, those folks that are telling you that the, the key to health is a meat and two vegetables or whatever it is, not totally right. And they're missing out on a whole lot, including your needs and your enjoyment. So that is how to assemble a balanced meal. Make sure you get in your protein, your fat, your carbohydrates, and your vegetables. Use your hands to help you portion. Again, as I wrap up here, flat palm for protein, cupped palm for carbohydrates, thumb for fat. Eat as much vegetables as you can and as much variety in your vegetables as you can. And that's going to be a big step towards helping you meet your nutritional needs. As I said before, there's going to be some variation there. You might need more than others. You might need less. Use this kind of as a starting blueprint and see how it works. And if you feel like there needs to be some tweaking, seek out a professional like myself or Michelle or somebody else who can help you come up with a more tailored approach. So that's it. That's how to make a balanced meal. So thank you for listening. I hope that you found this helpful. I hope that this simplified things for you and made eating in healthful, nutritious ways uh, less stressful for you. If you, again, I just got to plug this every episode. If you have questions you want to hear addressed on this podcast, please, please, please let us know. And you can do that by sending us messages on Instagram or by emailing us at strongandsimplepodcast at gmail.com. We've already gotten a couple of requests on Instagram and I'm actually going to be answering our first one in a couple of weeks. So stay tuned for that. And thank you for listening. This has been an episode of the Strong and Simple podcast. If you'd like to learn more about any of the topics we've discussed or about any of our guests, please make sure that you visit us on Instagram at Strong and Simple Podcast. And if there's ever any topics, questions, concerns, anything that you would like to suggest to us, please feel free to email us at strongandsimplepodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. content of this podcast represents the views and opinions of Michelle Farrell, Marissa Zabo, and their guests, and is not intended to be individualized advice or recommendations. Nothing in this episode is to be construed as medical advice or to substitute for individualized fitness or nutrition advice. Always consult with the appropriate professional for your own needs.